Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 196, Speed versus Quality. Uh, this one's going to be talking about when he spits, so we're saying speed versus quality. We're talking about uh, actually what's called the flat rate pay system, which if you want to find out a lot more about that, I previously did a, uh, a, a podcast quite some time ago. It was one of the not it was one of the first 15 that I did. Which it happens to be episode number 14, which is called flat rate labor charges, good or bad. OK. Um, and this is really talking about it from kind of a different, different perspective, which is something I bring up quickly in the other podcast. But this is a whole article that someone I'm taking this out of a trade magazine. So it's from a trade magazine called Tech Shop. It's written by it's either Eric Garb or maybe Garby or Garbe, G-A-R-B-E. So however you want to pronounce that. But um, so it's talking about the flat rate pay system and the idea of, of speed versus quality. OK. And uh, so this as a customer, a consumer, you know, car owner, um, you know, certainly you can ask questions of your repair shop, how they charge you. They may or may not want to talk about it. They may just say, well, we charge by the job. OK, well, that's not really they're not being 100 percent open and honest with you in my opinion, okay, because the, the facts of the matter are is what how the flat rate pay system is used, that how the technician necessarily is paid, which you may or may not care about that. It's probably more importantly of of how, you know, how they come to an estimate that you're, you're paying for based on that estimate of labor and parts. But just understand that um, if the uh, technician is working under a true flat rate pay system, that it's kind of up to them whether their pro, uh, priority and the way their their ethics are, the way they operate in their life, whether they want to be producing something super fast and they don't care about the quality or where quality is job one and the speed comes along as it does. So, again, this is something this article talks about. So just trying to make you more aware of the car repair process. So. As usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm also available on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. You can check that out. So here we go. Speed versus quality. The flat rate system most likely holds the title for controversy in automobile repair shops. Is it a good system or is it flawed? Truth is, it's a good system, or at least there's plenty of logic behind it. But unfortunately, it's also flawed in a lot of ways. Will we ever have a better system? Who knows? But what's important is how we as technicians respond to it all. One of the big problems is how many young technicians are introduced into the field and where they're getting their experience. It comes down to one of two situations. One, you're in a shop that has a genuine focus on quality, and the main concern is getting the job done right. The shop owners and service managers who support this ideal and encourage their technicians to take a few extra minutes in the interest of quality are the best of the best. The other possibility is a situation where the entire operation is only about money. All they look at is production, production, production. 
This can be tough for any of us, especially young technicians who are still trying to find their way. They're forced to hurry before they have time to develop the mechanical and organizational skills they need to work efficiently and produce quality results. I've been in both situations, and as technicians, we must pay bills like everyone else. But as tempting as it is to nail the flat rate time, I've never gone into that with I never I've never gone into it with that mindset. See, he's talking about his own personal ethics. Okay. A perfect example is when I started a new job at a large shop. Nobody knew me, so naturally the service advisors were reluctant to give me much. And early on, I'm sure they thought that oil change took him 10 minutes longer than the car wash kid who just transitioned to the technician. I thought he was supposed to be experienced. Then there was the shop manager who insisted on touring the shop every 15 minutes. Coming apart or going back together was his favorite quip. The only thing he instilled in the shop was getting as much work done as possible. But I refused to sacrifice my quality. Did that mean I was slow? Not by any means because I worked efficiently. But I wasn't the fastest either. Top speed was owned by those who didn't care about quality. Then the oil change hero forgot to put the filter on a car that happened to be in for its very first oil change. Fill it up, slam the hood, and back it out was his M.O. He must have known the meaning of the look I gave him because he said, What, you've never done that? My answer was an immediate and unequivocal no. The moral of the story is that it didn't take long before I was one of the most requested technicians by the service advisors. Difficult problems, other techs comebacks, there was no more time for excuses and embarrassment. They wanted the cars fixed right the first time. And the best part of it all, they paid me for my time. If the, first, if the service advisor said, I can pay you only this, and I said, if I'm going to fix it, I'm going to need the time I have in it, they'd somehow figure out how to pay me. Quality is number one. Don't sacrifice your standards. Efficiency comes with time, speed comes with efficiency, and nothing costs more than a comeback, a damaged car, or a damaged reputation. Okay. We're talking about work ethic there, folks, and uh, it's really up to what the shop wants to do, what they're trying to accomplish. That's what I liked about this article is it kind of really splits it into, you know, two type situations. And sometimes customers create their own, their own problem when they, they're unrealistic with what their literally demands are of when they want their car back, you know. They they want to br they bring it in for a five hour job and they want it back in three hours. Well, good luck with that. Okay, I mean if the shop actually attempts to do that, uh, they're not you're not getting any favor done to you. Okay, you're getting something else done to you. Okay, I one time had a a service manager at a dealership I was at, and the way what made it worse is that he was an ex technician. So he, if anybody should have understood, it was a, it was him. And he gives me, I think I talked about this in the in the episode that I talked about that it's about flat rate labor charges. And he comes out like at four in the afternoon. We normally close at about five or five thirty. He says, "Hey, I got a service for you. Why don't you knock it out real quick before you go home?" And to do it right, it would take about three hours. And I said, you mean go home today? Yeah. I said, uh, I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> uh, 
We'll use an alias. George. <laughs> I said, George, that's three hours of work to do that right. Well, just knock it out. That's That was just knock it out, Brad. You know, come on, you can do it. Okay. And I went, okay, fine. Uh, what is it you don't want me to do? And he just looked at me. Okay. And, uh, you know, finally I said, you know, George, let's call him. Uh, if you want this done right, okay, you, you better... I don't know what you promised the customer, but, uh, you know, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and yes, I'm going to go home on time, okay? We didn't get paid overtime or anything, all right, which, of course, isn't legal anymore. And uh, I said, you, you better, and that's assuming, I mean, it, it's a service that takes three hours, and that's also assuming you don't find anything else wrong with the car, which means if you do and the customer wants the work to be done, now it's even more time. I said, you better call the customer back and just tell them it's going to be to do this right and do it properly and thoroughly. It's going to be tomorrow. Okay. And he, he got the time, you know, he called them up and let them know, Hey, look, this is going to be tomorrow before we can, you know, finish this up and do the job right. And they were fine with it. So, you know, that's all it takes. I mean, I, I, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. And, and they're putting that pressure on the technician. And guess what happens? Guess who gets blamed? When, if it goes sideways, the technician, okay? So it's important that, you know, my recommendation is, is if you can, try to develop a relationship with the whoever's working on your car. And if you like them or you like the work they do and you're happy with it, request them when you take the car in. You know, assuming you keep going to the same place, request that technician to work on your car. Most shops will, you know, certainly abide by what you're asking for. Because, it, I mean, the only way they're going to get that technician is they go is if you go to that shop, okay? So it means, it means repeat business. So anyway, hopefully you got something out of that. It was kind of a quickie. I appreciate you listening and, and uh, a little bit of insight into the wonderful world of auto repair from the professional standpoint. And again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcasts5 at gmail.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. So check that out. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I hope you got something out of it. And uh, have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.